This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Good morning and welcome to another show of the Big Old Money Show with me, Bill Altman, my co-host, Tony Shore. We are live from Studio 1A this morning, so we're having an awesome time. It's rare sometimes <laughs> that Tony and I get to spend so much time together. This week, we've spent oh, yeah. a pretty good amount of time, Tony, Yep, and it's exciting. And yeah. this week's been something that we haven't seen in a while. We've seen some serious market drops, right? Yeah, a couple wow. thousand pointers back to back. And then yeah. we tra- saw futures try to open back up. And, and, and then again, they wouldn't, they closed lower for the day. We saw a lot of volatility blaming it on the coronavirus. I even saw that Bernie Sanders was to blame on it. I'm dead oh, serious. That's, I that's saw an hilarious. article. That's hilarious. Yeah. When they start blaming specific politicians, especially somebody who's not even really in office right now yeah come Uh, on guys yeah that's funny yeah they're blaming everything and everyone uh, for this and it's you know the markets start to drop and the talking heads the headlines they want to get people you know they want to get the clicks they want to get the readers and the viewers so they're going to run crazy headlines but uh, that said bill wouldn't you say the coronavirus seriously because of the fears surrounding it and you know china may be closing off to people coming in and out and maybe even goods eventually getting in and out. Well, maybe just the production doing, in general. Yeah. Right? I mean, the bottom line is people aren't back to work and they and China made announcements that they could start kind of going back to work. I think certain areas, certain territories. Um, but I don't know how well received that was because we saw the spread into Italy and then spread into India. We've seen uh, the U.S. pick up a couple more cases. I've heard doctors here on local talk radio on KFAB, uh, doctors were talking about what's going to happen if it were to come here but then they turned around and said it's not even as serious as the flu virus it's kind of interesting have you heard that right i have heard that and that that's one take is that oh the flu kills more people so that's interesting i but find it, that interesting but it's been around for that much longer so i think this is something they say that's potentially here to stay but we've we heard that about ebola and then they got a vaccine i think we're resilient i think we're going to overcome it but yeah i think it does scare people and if people were going to cash and, and kind of freaking out on the market we certainly don't want to do that with clients right we want to definitely stay the course we want to have oh, a yeah. plan in place we want to follow the plan you know and of course to be able to be fluid, I think is important. But what we've talked about for so long, right? When we're gonna be in the market, let's be in high quality. Let's be in stocks that pay us dividends. We like a lot of those. Now I am no way saying that we shouldn't be in stocks that don't pay dividends because we certainly believe in that. We have wonderful portfolios that do that, but think about it for a second. Right now with the market being as high as it is, still as high as it is, we've erased this year's gains. We've dipped into a little bit of last year, but still S&P was up, what, 29 last year. Yeah, it was. It was A big year. And if you think about it, 18 was just mediocre, nothing special. We had a, a real terrible fourth quarter in 2018, but 17 
17 and 16 were gangbusters, you know? So we've seen some really serious growth. And really since that 2009, we started that recovery after the 2000, 2008, 2009 uh, crisis with the housing bubble. Yeah. We saw a huge recovery. So we have to make sure that we're not thinking short term only. It's really important that we're paying attention to the long term. We're paying attention to our plan and our goals and make sure that when we are creating a plan and when we're talking about all this, making sure that we keep things conservative, our projections conservative, that we're not going way over and above, you know, not only an average, but just, you know, we don't want to go too far out there. Right. You know, like we were talking about, like since inception, you know, let's just pretend a portfolio performed 12% year over year on average since inception. I would like to maybe put a six or a 7% growth rate on that. And we could do that. If we can do that, if we can put a, a conservative growth rate, if we can have you in high quality blue chip dividends for the equity piece of the portfolio, right? And again, being able to step out of that, of course. I mean, we want to balance and we want to be all over, but where are we going to focus? Where is the clear, discernible direction that we're looking for in our portfolio that is so often missed? We talked about, we talk about a grab bag. You know, it's like we see sometimes a portfolio that comes in and and I have to ask myself, did the advisor just kind of put his hand in this grab bag and pull out a bunch of mutual funds and throw it to the portfolio and let it stick? I, I don't know. Sometimes it looks like that because I run an analysis yeah. and, it, and it's literally will tell me Morningstar tells me there is no direction in this portfolio, Bill. What are you doing? Right. Yeah, yeah. And so then we have to go back to the client and say, hey, this is kind of how they have you allocated. This is what your fees look like. You know, this is your direction, the best we can make it out. Let's start defining where you need to be when you're going to retire or if you're retired, how much risk you want to take. You've worked all your life for all this money. Do you want to see the markets wipe it out? You know, and again, knowing that that can again recover and long term is going to be OK. But the bottom line is you're no longer contributing to the plan anymore. You're retired. The plan now pays you your financial plan, your money, your 401k is now your employer that cuts you that check every month. So we have to make sure we're protecting the golden goose that lays that golden egg and just keep keep plugging away, but stay the course folks and stay a well-balanced course. And it's time to make sure you're making those adjustments. Yeah. And it sounds like what you're saying, Bill, is don't panic, right? Let make, you know, and we hope that when it comes to uh, the market and especially, you know, the coronavirus, eventually cooler heads will prevail. And you got guys like, you know, Buffett, Warren Buffett out there. And, uh, you know, if I saw them pulling all their money out of the markets, then I'd be worried. But That's they're right. saying stay the course and you stay the course. And it's just like 2008 uh, or early 2000, you had the uh, dot-com bubble and uh, 9-11. But you know what? The markets recovered. In 2008, the housing bubble crashed and the Great Recession. But the markets recovered. To only they keep Every time they recover, it seems like they set record highs. I mean, you know, past performances. Right. Now, not in, you know, it doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, foresee future results. However, since the inception of the market, if you look at it overall, 
it just keeps setting records. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's really important. And it's important on your time horizon when we think about that, too. How far are you away from retirement? You know, do the younger people that are listening to the show and you're further out, you know, you could be in your, th- you know, we have so many listeners here in KFAB Nation, Tony. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. And we have demographics that are all down to from the 30s and all the way all up. And I'm sure even younger than that. So you people that are listening that are further away out from retirement, stay the course. Let's make sure that we're making sure that this baby hums for you and gets you to where you want to be. And we're following that model. And if you're on the flip side of that and you're closer, let's again, let's start protecting a lot of this and make sure that you, you know what you're doing, you know where things are at and you don't have to constantly have that that fear or, or worry if you can retire how much money will you have and how long will that income last yeah i mean you start getting into your mid to late 50s and it depends on your situation you know your family's health history and i know you look at so many different aspects how much money you do have but as you get older i i know uh, especially you know 55 and beyond you have to start looking at that asset allocation you can't look long term anymore that's right you have to look shorter term yeah, that's right. And just kind of, it, it is common sense, but we have to remind ourselves of this. And it's something I do all day long. And so many others don't, you know, and right. that's, and that's the way it's supposed to be. I'm not supposed to do your job, Tony, and you're not supposed to do my job. You're a pro at what you do. And I figure, I, I feel I'm a pro at what I do. Um, if you're a dentist, again, you're a pro at dental, right? Everything is different. And to try to assume you have the knowledge, the expertise um, to and the time, that's a huge piece, right? And the time right. to be able to study it. How do you know that you can manage all of this and make sure that not only you're taken care of, but your spouse is taken care of? What happens if you're listening right now and you're the one who manages all this money? What is your spouse going to do if something were to happen to you? You know, And let's not pretend that you're going to live forever either in this example. Yeah. It, do you have a plan in place if mm-hmm. one uh, spouse should pass? I mean, you have to because it's going to happen eventually. And Nobody likes to think about that, though. And so a lot of times that isn't in the plans, is it? It's not. And and, and, and sometimes, this is crazy to say, but sometimes we'll get a warning before someone passes. Yeah. Sometimes there's someone that becomes terminal in the relationship and maybe they didn't share things with finance with each other. And it's sometimes it's always Tony, it's something that's hanging over one of the heads or probably both. If they don't communicate, communicate is so incredibly important. Sometimes people are given time to write to fix that issue. And we've seen it time and time again, where that happens, you're given a you're given a, a, a time range of, of when potentially you're going to be called up because of a certain illness, right? And now is the time to make sure that everything is in, in place. If it's not done before, make sure your spouse knows what to do, who to contact, how it's going to work, so on and so forth. But how about when we're not given notice? And so often it happens, we don't know it's coming. And it could be an accident. It could be a heart attack that takes us right away. How are we going to be able to protect somebody from the other from the other side? You know, it just doesn't work that way. We have to make right. sure that we're talking, we're communicating, we have the plan in place. Your beneficiaries, making sure those are correct. Do you have beneficiaries on your account? You know, who is that money going to go to? If I were to pass away, do I spell out my wife and then my three children equally? And, you know, how about if the if the beneficiary has a per capita or per stirpes on it? Does it does their share go to their heirs or does it pass to the other person? There are so many different nuances here. I don't expect for you to know all those details. That's why you come into someone like me. 
Right. We have so much fun on the show. Sometimes we get to talking about uh, tractors or my grandpa Bob or, you know, other things. Uh, But today we did jump right in to our topic because, wow, the news has been crazy with the coronavirus and the markets this past week. Very volatile. Uh, But again, uh, I think a lot of people said, Bill, that they were overvalued to begin with at that point. But I don't know. You know, people... We, I heard so many takes on this. Yeah, we see neutral to overvalued, kind of depends, and then sector-wise, and you can look at all that, and, you know, so we can break it so much further apart than that. Sure. But, but it, it, I think it's about don't panic, right? Don't hit right. that panic button. Right. Uh, don't sell low and, and buy high and sell low. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. We're going to go through this. We're, we're going to continue to go through it. 2016, we had, I believe, four 10% corrections in the market where the market went down 10%. So just kind of like what we seen this past you know week and a half roughly or so of of really extreme market volatility now we're seeing you know we've seen that so many times before and it's normal it's healthy it's okay for that to happen but people are always asking we've spent a lot of time today talking about what's going on with the market and making sure people are on a clear direction that's very important but how about also specific strategies like where do we find our safe money and i think we need to sometimes address the elephant in the room in our industry and that's the word annuity. And and people need to understand better how they really work and how they're a fit for a specific plan. And as you know, we do not only insurance products like the annuities and life insurance, but we do a lot of managed money and, and our custodian is TD Ameritrade. So we really have the best of both worlds and can make sure each plan is very holistic. We have a, an approach to your plan that we can solve problems. One of the biggest problems today is safe money. Where do we find good interest, right? Respectable interest that is safe at the same time. Yeah. Where our principles protect. It's tough, right? Where your principles protected. So where can you find that? Well, you can go to a bank, buy a CD, a money market, you know, checking savings, probably not going to pay much interest, right? They're not going to keep up with inflation, which is huge because you're going to lose money. Even if you put it under the mattress or in a bank, you're going to lose money if you're not keeping up with inflation. So you have to have some growth. Right. That's exactly right. So you look at your safe money. And so you have your banks. That's not going to do it for you. You put it under the mattress. You're certainly going to lose money and your mattress is going to be lumpy. That was Will Rogers. He said, you Uh, know, I don't care if the mattress is lumpy. I just don't want to lose anything. uh, You know, that's great. That's not what we want to do either. Not the smartest thing to just hoard cash in the safe. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Right. I'm a proponent of definitely having some, but that's not your investment plan. So where else do we get this green money? Some people call safe money the bond market. Well, it's not safe money. Interest rates go up, bond values come down. But if we held that bond to duration and there wasn't any credit risk, let's say, okay, and so let's just call it for today, it's safer money, right? You're still not making any interest. And if UBS, UBS said three times they think interest rates are going to come down in 2020, if that happens interest rates are going to continue to come down, you know, and that's an issue. So you can make maybe a little spread there, but doesn't make any sense. So the only other option for safe money is back to the annuities, right? So let's say you had a five-year surrender period and it's a no fee annuity, right? So you put a hundred thousand dollars in the next year, the market doesn't do anything at all. And if it was an indexed to the market, you'd still have your hundred thousand dollars. There is no fee. The only person that can take money out is you. you. You have to hold till the end of the 
that five-year period. Unless you die, then the money is liquid, no penalties, and you get 5 to 10% per year that you can get out without any fees at all. So it can certainly satisfy your required minimum distribution. But you could also make, say, 5 or 6% on the upside of a market. So you're capped. You can't make over that. But now if the market does decide to perform well, you can actually make pretty good interest, respectable interest, while having something that's 100% safe at the same exact time. Yeah. And the goal there is to outpace inflation. And uh, like you you said something interesting. You said uh, you have an annuity that has no fees. A lot of people are going, wait, I heard annuities are terrible because they have these huge high fees and that my money's locked away and I, I don't have any access to it. But those those two things aren't necessarily true for all annuities, especially fixed index annuities, correct? That's correct. And you can buy ones that are, again, short term. Again, they're filling that green money place. They're filling where the bond used to be. So again, it's short duration. It's no load, no fee. So you're not paying anything on this. It's not deducting a fee from you. There's no fancy rider or anything to it. It's filling the place of the bond. It's filling the place of the of the money market. You know, somebody comes in, they have $267,000 in their money market. And I ask why? Well, it's safe there. Okay, great. Do you ever use it? No, it's emergencies. Okay. Maybe you should shave off a little of that that's sitting there making one or one and a half percent if you're lucky. Okay. Right. And get it over into something that would guarantee that a lot of those products, a lot of these fixed indexed annuities is you know, longer term, term and shorter term. But let's say that that five year plan, it actually has a minimum guarantee on the plan. Right. And, you know, so if the market does, just to give you an example, I'm not naming anything specific right now, but you know, let's say the market never did anything five years, the market is still flat or it went negative. We went into a huge recession. You actually have a guaranteed minimum that you're going to receive on that account, no matter matter what. You could also buy multi-year guarantee annuities where the interest rate is actually fixed, a three-year plan fixed at 3% per year. Again, throwing an example out there. Right. You know exactly what you're going to get. It's tax-deferred money. You get your triple compounding on it, on that growth, right? You get great benefits, but again, you have a little bit of a term. It's good for a piece of the portfolio, especially the piece that's supposed to be our safe piece. Yeah. And some some annuities even, uh, some fixed index annuities, let's say you have a five-year annuity, uh, they allow you to take out, some of them allow you to take out up to 10% per year. Absolutely. And if the required minimum distribution from the IRS is more than many times, and we will not deal with a company that is not like this, but they'll, they're going to allow you to take whatever the IRS requires up to that, say 10% if that was their free withdrawal allotment. Sure. So that's the, because people say, well, how can you give me good interest? How can it be completely safe? And then how can, um, you know, how does this happen? Too good to be true. Well, no, they're the payment. What you're paying for that is that surrender term, three years, five years, seven years, whatever it is. So, so again, they're able to make money off of your money during that time, and that's how it's covered. That's right. There's You're not going to ever get anything for free. It's like a bank almost, sure. whereas, I mean, the concept of how it's paying for, like, yep. how do you pay for that account at the bank? How are they making Everybody says, well, how's the bank making money? Well, they yep. have your money for a period of time. That's exactly right. So yeah, they're able to lo- like loan CD. it out. They're able right. to loan it out and, yep. and make interest on those loans. They're able to do a lot of things. They're able to invest it. Yep. So- Yeah, I think that makes uh, perfect sense. Now, there are some annuities that are not good for everybody, depending on their situation. There are some people out there, right, that 
hey, they're in a situation where it wouldn't make any sense for them to have a variable annuity. Yeah, or even a fixed annuity. Right. There's a lot of people out there that it doesn't make any sense for. So everybody is totally different. But let's go to the variable annuity, like you said. A lot of times we see really expensive uh, yeah. fees, basically. This is the sure. fee on it. You have your mortality and your administration fee. Plus, you if have the market mutual fund goes fees, down, you Your lose. cash value goes down. Yeah. Right, and your income might be locked in, or your debt so benefit might be locked in. So the principal isn't guaranteed on a variable annuity, uh, typically. Typically. The principal um, minus withdrawals is guaranteed as a death benefit. Oh, okay. That's but your actual cash value, correct? The market just continues to crash and fees eat you up, and you take withdrawals. You sure. can you can blow your account up without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, yeah because so the market, when people say annuities are bad, I think most of those talking heads out there. You know, there's some famous ones. Oh, Susie Orman or whatever. Ken Got Fisher, on. man. Ken, Ken Fisher, Fisher said they're the worst thing, and then he was the the, the top shareholder of one of the biggest annuity companies. And yeah, he's on the, that was funny. He, he's on the radio or TV saying that he would rather go to hell. Now we're in Lenten season here for all you Catholics, right? Can you believe this right now, Ken Fisher? He'd rather go to hell than than sell an annuity or, or buy cra- an annuity. It's a crazy thing yeah. to say. One of the largest shareholders of one of the largest annuity companies is him, Ken Fisher. Yeah. Exposed right here, KKB yeah. Nation. <laughs> yeah, and that is crazy. I mean, uh, that is that is uh, it's crazy. So, and there are these people out there, and for a while it was Susie Orman, but she's even went back on the. Oh, I was talking about variable annuities. That's you right. Know, as long as we've been doing the show, uh, we've had to report on changes like, hey, this this insurance company has an a, you know an A list rating, their top rated insurance company. And they saw people weren't going toward annuities because of this or this. So they changed it. They right. made it more valuable. Yeah. yeah. Saying saying you don't like annuities is saying you don't like cars. Um, you know, and it and, and it's like, well, what kind of car? Yeah, exactly. You, you know, and oh well I liked, you know, the, the Toyotas are great, you know, but it was the Fords that I was talking. I'm just throwing that out there, yeah. not bashing on any car at all. But you get it, right? There's so right. many different annuities and we're lucky to be fully independent. We operate as a fiduciary. We look out for your best interest. And so with all these different companies that we have available to us, we really shop and make sure that we're trying to get the best that fits you. Right. Right. And it's like do people do you like your pension? If you're fortunate enough to still have a pension. You have to ask people, I don't like annuities. Do you like your pension? Do you like Social Security? Oh, my gosh, I love it. Because that's you pay in, and then they pay you out a monthly fee as long as you live. That's called an annuity. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. So yeah. you do like them. You know, and that's yeah. the whole deal, Tony, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's really important. It's a misconception. Some people think that they die and their annuity goes away and goes poof. That's another <laughs> misconception. You know, let's just say you had one of these five-year indexed annuities. You know, you put $100,000 in. It grew to, I'm just going to throw a number out there, 120000 you, you passed away. The 120000 goes to your beneficiaries, folks. Okay. If you annuitize it to a life only and it's paying you out for life and at your death it goes poof, totally different annuity. Totally, totally different. That's a different animal. Well, uh, you know what, Bill? We're out of time. But is there anything else you want to add before we go? Tony, I would love to meet with every listener, but I know that's impossible. So if you do have any questions, if you have concerns about your portfolio, if you want to meet me and and see if we're a good fit, give me a call here at the office, 402-557-6730. The lovely Billy Hancock will get an appointment all set up for you. It is complimentary. Again, that phone number, 402-557-6730. Again, it's Bill Altman and Tony Shore with the Big O Money Show here in Omaha, Premier Advisory Group. We're here to serve you. Give us a call. Have a wonderful weekend. 
Thank you for listening to the Big O Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.